0: Hello, Word Nerds. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary. We are going to finish the page 74 today. Uh, Actually, that's a lie. We are going to hold off the very last word at the bottom of the page um, for the next episode Because uh, it's mostly on the next page. Um, By the way, that is the word assize, which I mentioned would be at the end of this episode, but I didn't look ahead to see, you know, if it was finished on that page or not. Uh, So I lied about that. Sorry. The first word for this episode is assimilate. A-S-S-I-M-I-L-A-T-E. It is the first form, and it is a verb from the 15th century. We are going to start off with the transitive definitions. 1A to take in and utilize as nourishment. Absorb into the system. 1b, to take into the mind and thoroughly comprehend. 2a, to make similar. 2b, to alter by assimilation. 2c, to absorb into the culture or mores of a population or group. Mores is M-O-R-E-S. That's sort of a not a terribly common word to throw in a situation like that. Number three, we have these synonyms compare and liken. Uh, now we have the intransitive definition. It just means to become assimilated. Assimilator is a noun. We have some usage information. When assimilate is followed by a preposition, transitive senses 2A and 2C commonly take the words to and into and less frequently the word with to be regularly takes the word to sense three most often takes the word to and sometimes the word with the most frequent prepositions used with the intransitive sense are the words to and into did you understand that good now we have the second form of assimilate or assimilate this is a noun from 1935 Something that is assimilated. Now we have assimilation. This is a noun from the 15th century. 1a, an act, process, or instance of assimilating. 1b, the state of being assimilated. 2 the incorporation or conversion of nutrients into protoplasm that in animals follows digestion and absorption, and in higher plants involves both photosynthesis and root absorption. Three, change of a sound in speech so that it becomes identical with or similar to a neighboring sound, as in the usual assimilation of Z to... or oh boy of the letter z to sh in the phrase his shoe uh so his is the z sound at the end of the word his and uh uh the sh sound at the beginning of the word shoe they sort of are assimilated together so they get combined and it sounds like his shoe it just flows naturally okay Four the process of receiving new facts or of responding to new situations in conformity with what is already available to consciousness. There may be a sneeze in my future. Um, Assimilationist is next. This is a noun from 1899. A person who advocates a policy of assimilating differing racial or cultural groups. Assimilationism is a noun and assimilationist is an adjective. Uh, And I want to remember that phrase that I mentioned at the end of the last episode. Um, I think they, yeah, they, something is futile. It's not assimilation is futile. Resistance is futile. Is that what they say? Because when you're part of the Borg or when they're, the Borg is trying to get you in in Star Trek, uh, you know, resistance is futile. Uh, They're going to get you. They're going to assimilate you. Okay. Where were we? Assimilative is next. I hope you're not hearing those sounds. It sounds like my phone is sending signals. I'm just going to put it on airplane mode to make things easy, but you might not be hearing it anyway. Assimilative is an adjective from the 14th century of relating to or causing assimilation. Next is assimilatory. And this is an adjective from circa 1847. And we just have the synonym assimilative. Next, we are away from all the assimilation words. Next, we have assiniboine. Assiniboine. Uh, reminds me of a cinnabon. A capital A, S-S-I-N-I-B-O-I-N. Or you could add an E at the end of that. Uh, cinnaboin. I think that's what the pronunciation guide is telling me. This is a noun from 1794 a member of an American Indian people originally of the area between the Upper Missouri and Middle Saskatchewan Rivers. This is an Ojibwa word, uh, Ojibwa dialect. Uh, The original word was Asinapuan. I'm saying that as an American. A S S I N I P W A. Uh, N. There's um. There's also a couple of dots in the middle, and it literally means stone sue not stone soup. Uh, sue is uh, the American Indian word S I O U X. Stone Sioux. I wonder what what you know what that means exactly to them, because it's not uh, terribly clear to me. All right. Next we have the word assist. This is the first form. It is a verb from the 15th century. Transitive definition is first. uh, Or there's more than one. No, there's just one. To give usually supplementary support or aid to. As in, assisted the boy with his lessons. Now we have the intransitive definitions. One, to give support or aid. Assist, as in, assisted at the stove. Also as in, Another surgeon assisted on the operation. Two, to be present as a spectator, as in the ideal figures assisting at Italian holy scenes. That is a quote from Mary McCarthy. The etymology says this is from the middle French uh, "assister," which means to help or stand by, uh, which is from Latin. Assistere, which is from ad plus sistere, which means to cause, to stand. And that is akin to the Latin word, I think it would be pronounced stare. It's spelled like stare. And that means to stand. And there's more at the word stand. Now we have the second form of assist. It is a noun from 1597. One, an act of assistance. Synonym is aid, A-I-D. Number two, the action is as a throw or pass, of a player who enables a teammate to make a put-out or score a goal. Also, official credit given for such an action. Three, a mechanical or electromechanical device that provides assistance. And assistance is our next word. It is a noun from the 14th century, the act of assisting or the help supplied. Synonym is aid as in financial and technical assistance. Next is the word assistant. This is a noun from the 15th century. A person who assists. A synonym is helper. Also, it's telling me, a person holding an assistantship. Assistantship. That's a hard word to say. Assistantship. Um, Assistant is also an adjective. Next we have assistant professor. This is a noun from 1827, a member of a college or university faculty who ranks above an instructor and below an associate professor. I was always confused about that. You hear assistant professor and associate professor, and I assume the definition for associate professor says one who ranks above an assistant professor but below a professor. Assistant professorship is a noun. Now we have that word I had trouble with, assistantship. Uh, This is a noun from 1948, a paid appointment awarded annually to a qualified graduate student that requires part-time teaching, research, or residence hall duties. Next, we have assisted living, two separate words. This is a noun from 1981, a system of housing and limited care that is designed for senior citizens who need some assistance with daily activities but do not require care in a nursing home usually hyphenated when used attributively, as in an assisted living facility. Um, I would um, update this, uh, maybe in the newer version of the dictionary, it is updated, but I would update this to also, in addition to senior citizens, I believe there is also assisted living um, homes for people who have uh, various uh, physical or mental, um, I guess, handicaps or disabilities would be the word. I don't know. One, I know... I don't want to use the, the out-of-date word, but I'm honestly not sure what it is. So I want to be respectful. Um, handicaps might be the right word. I don't know. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. Um, my my grandparents, uh, yeah, I think all of my grandparents live in uh, assisted living facilities. Um, they are, they're not in nursing home. They can uh, mostly take care of themselves, which is great. Um, but, you know, they're in their 90s. Why am I talking about this? Um, all right, next we have assisted suicide. This is a noun, it's two separate words from 1976. Suicide committed by someone with assistance from another person, especially the synonym physician assisted suicide. Uh, I know in Oregon this is legal, and depending on the situation, I think this should be legal everywhere. Um, it's when when you know that you have a terminal illness and you are of clear mind and body, at least mind I guess, you should be allowed to do this. If you know that your your physical state, your your life is going to be terrible because of the thing that you have, you should be allowed to do this and not cause strain on other people or more financial burden. Uh, I just don't understand uh, why that isn't in more states. All right, next and last word for this episode is assistive, A-S-S-I-S-T-I-V-E. This is an adjective from 1829, providing aid or assistance, specifically designed or intended to assist disabled persons. And uh, we have an example. It is assistive technology. Uh, assistive technology that that has made some lot of lot of what am I saying a lot of leaps and bounds. I've heard of um, scanners that will read uh, various bills like currency and that will then tell a blind person what that bill is. Uh, there's a lot of stuff like that. I guess cochlear implants would be assistive technology. Uh, there's a lot of lot of good things like this. This is definitely one of the really really great uses of technology. There's a lot of bad uses of technology. A lot of ways that I really don't think are necessary. Uh, but uh, this is definitely one that I fully fully support. All right, that is it for this episode. We are going to move a size to the next episode, and uh, the word of the episode is going to be assisted living. No. Uh, we'll do a well. Oh God, what do I pick? Um, we'll pick assisted suicide just because I think that's that's a big thing that uh, more more states need to look into, and uh, will lessen the burden in various ways on various people uh, if it is uh, made legal. That is it for this episode. What a wonderful positive uh, end point we had there, and uh, thank you for listening. Until next time, this is Spencer reading the dictionary. Goodbye.